Hey guys, it's Kelsey from Sunset Grill and the Cast Iron Skillet. So guess what? We got another podcast for you. This time we cover sports. For those not familiar, I am Kelsey Hudgens, and I am going to be joined by my buddy Asher Robinson, who is a Marsh Walk live artist. And we talk about a lot of sports all the time. And we just said, you know what? Why don't we start recording these conversations? So we did. And uh, we talked about anything that came to mind from uh, McGregor, Mayweather, uh, college football, whatever NBA is going to be like next year, steroids in baseball, Asher's love of Tiki Barber, (laughs) Uh, Tiger Woods' unfortunate fall from grace, Um, all kinds of things. Either way, I think we're going to call this one the Merle's Inlet Sports Nerds because that's pretty much what we all are, a bunch of nerds. So, uh... Thank you guys for listening to these podcasts that we've recorded for you. Uh, really appreciate that. Be sure to find us on iTunes or Podomatic and give us reviews. Let us know what we're doing right or wrong. And uh, thank you guys so much for bearing with us. Learn how to do this podcast thing. Uh, we're kind of feeling our way around this world, but uh, we're we think we're going to come out on the good side of it. So. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us. And uh, without further ado, here's episode one, the Merle's Inlet Sports Nerds. Enjoy, guys. Thank you. Uh, I can't see all of his his shit. All of his incidents. There's too many. It gets clouded with the latest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So before we go too far into that, I will say that I am Kelsey. This is the third podcast we've recorded today. Asher is here to speak of sports and things on the subject. Rocking a Pistol Pete. Rocking a fucking Pistol Pete jersey. The old fucking Turtle Market Blue and Green Atlanta 44. Shitting from the hip. Shooting from the hip, which we were talking about. Let's talk about that. Pistol Pete could not be a nickname in any major sport today. Nor could you average 42 points in a college (laughs) game over three seasons with no three-point line. That's it. And he's from South Carolina. He is from South Carolina. Clemson. Best thing to come out of Clemson in a while. Yeah, God, ain't that the fucking truth? (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, no, Tabby, really. Alabama roll tide. Roll fucking tide. There you go. I couldn't get out of my apartment, but I got into Clemson. I don't know how the hell that works. That's the only reason I graduated from Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what? I couldn't get out of my lease. That was the only reason. <laughs> we will pay for it. They T-Mobiled you. You got T-Mobiled by Carolina. No, really. I was at this place. I couldn't find a sublease. I got. Ex- I tried to transfer. I hated it. And then I started working at the Capitol building and like fell in love with the place. That was it. That's the only reason I didn't even transfer to Carolina. <laughs> I mean, from Carolina to Clemson. That was it. And then I was like, okay, maybe I dig this place. This place is all right. We can do this. I mean, uh, Steven Garcia dug that place. <sighs> How do you get arrested that many times in South Carolina is what I want to know. Until this year, <laughs> I thought it was impossible. Well, <laughs> he, he, had the card, he had the card stacked against him. 
Man, keying cars, getting in fights, hiding behind dumpsters and five points. I've seen people get beat down in the middle of the street and then just walk. I watched a dude get speared into a newspaper machine when newspapers were relevant. Or do they still have newspaper oh, yeah. machines? Oh, yeah. Every IHOP. Jenny's. <laughs> this guy got <laughs> speared like Goldberg style straight into a newspaper machine. By a dude who had nothing to do with the fight. Like, he got he got beat up by a bunch of people, but it was like a light, you know, frat boy beat up. Yeah. And <laughs> he got frat boy beat up. <laughs> and this guy got up just trying to shake it off, like, what the hell just happened? And this guy came out of nowhere and Goldberg him straight into a newspaper machine. Like, it was the most insane thing I'd seen until at Tito's when Candace hit that dude who was shooting pool. And uh, my eyes messed up. She Bobby Boucher him. (laughs) Bobby Boucher, this this girl, Bobby Boucher, this dude. He was lying to take it a pull. He tried to open up a can of whoop ass to me, and I wouldn't let him. (laughs) (laughs) That is insane. Oh Jesus! So in in a time in which people are being suspended after being acquitted of the charges, the police dropped the charges on him. But yes, James Winston style. Yeah, dude, exactly. They, they they said, you know what? We gifted him those crab legs. Speaking of crab legs, I went to Admirals yesterday. And that parents. Admirals went. Tell uh, didn't tell Hesse please gift him a rape. Oh, and some crab legs. That I don't remember. I don't remember the, Ooh, the rape I, I think story. So. Florida State gifted her about three million ish. God. Okay. Now, is, <laughs> what, what kind of trouble will they get in? Whether they get in for that? Like, do they? Would they? Yes. Or could they? Or did they? Yeah, Three I, different questions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like Zero? How, what is, could they? A lot-ish. But they're way bigger than that. So zero, zero, and zero? Because they are a college a, the, a college football college in the middle of Florida. Basically a billion-dollar entity. That shit wouldn't fucking work at Miami of Ohio. <laughs> it may well because I don't know if maybe. they won championships. Because did, did and uh, you had Heisman's? Did Big Ben? Did that shit happen to him when he was in uh, Pittsburgh or when he was in Miami, Ohio? Pittsburgh. I thought oh, I was going to be. I thought I was going to make a clever connection there, but I didn't. No, that was that was Pittsburgh. But you're, and that was that's like a Kobe thing where it's like, like did that I really said, happen? That yes, girl? but not in the butt. He <laughs> <laughs> said I consented, but only one hole. Kobe just wanted it all. He just wanted too much. That was it. You know what, man? He never could pass the ball. He wanted he couldn't pass the ball, couldn't say no. But he he was a sniper. He was an assassin. I will kill you and I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. And that's what he wanted to do. Kobe would fuck there. that girl in the butt. She Dude. didn't even have just his cum in her panties. She tested positive for a couple of, uh, she tested there was another dude's DNA in her underwear. That's real. I mean, now is that all right? Look that up, Eagle, Colorado. Look that up. That's 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 part of the whole case. Like that's part of it. He's like, how could I have raped her? I'm not even the only dude in her panties, and she's like a hotel concierge. That's all real. Eagle County Sheriff investigators first confronted Bryant with the sexual assault accusation on July 2nd during the July 2003 interview. With investigators, Brian initially lied about the encounter, telling investigators that he did not have sexual intercourse <laughs> with Faber. Billy Clinton. 
when the officers told Bryant that Faber had taken an exam, Bryant admitted to having sexual intercourse but stated that the sex was consensual. When asked about bruises on Faber's neck, Brian admitted to strangling her during the encounter, <laughs> stating that he held her from the back around the neck, that strangling during sex was his quote-unquote thing, and that he had a pattern of strangling a different sex partner, not his wife, during their recurring sexual encounters. When asked how hard he was holding on to her neck, Brian stated, my hands are strong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bryant stated that he assumed consent for sex because of Faber's body language, such as her kissing him, putting her hand on his penis, and bending over, but that he did not explicitly ask for her consent during the encounter. Bryant later contradicted that statement, saying he believed Faber was capable of saying no because during the encounter he asked her if he could come on her face, and she said no. Law enforcement officials collected evidence from Bryant, and he agreed to submit to a rape test kit and voluntarily lied to, and voluntary lie detector test. Fourth of July, issued an arrest warrant for Kobe. He flew from Los Angeles, immediately released. He confessed with his wife Vanessa at his side. He confessed in tears to having an adulterous sexual encounter with her, but insisted that everything that happened between the two had been consensual. She got a huge ring for that. Um, I yes. remember when she said, I only am married to champions. <laughs> mm. Yeah, she got a huge ring, like some gigantic canary yellow diamond or something. Like the Hope Diamond, as in the hopes I won another championship. So him and his wife divorced in 2011. Did they really? Well... On December 16, 2011, Brian's wife filed for a divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. However, no, Brian and his wife reconciled in January 2013. Well, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, they got they, they got back yeah. that diamond, that fucking gigantic diamond that she could sell at any point in time if she were to walk. It was huge, man. It was huge. She walked around with a trust fund on her finger. God, isn't that ridiculous? It, was, it really was. It was like the Hope Diamond or some crazy shit. It was huge, man. The heart of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never let go. I'll never get, let go until you get fat and don't win any more championships. Know I'm about to dump your ass. Kobe's only a year out. He's like letting himself go. He and his photos come out on ESPN. They're like, damn, Kobe, I thought you were a workhorse. Uh, I watched that awesome. God, I watched that awesome Jason Williams interview. On Facebook for whatever that's worth. Jason but, Williams. But Jason Williams, the one from Duke, not White Chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one from Duke, Jay Will, or whatever, uh, said that he had gone, when he was playing for Chicago, had gone from the, the, the LA, for, uh, LA Forum, wherever it is, wherever they play, and got in there shooting around and wanted to, like, try to show up Kobe and his, like, work ethic or something. Like, you know, he was like, I was shooting around, I was shooting around, and I looked and glanced over, and the harder I worked, the harder he worked. And he was like, this dude's going through, like, game time moves, like, nonstop. And he was like, no matter how long, no matter what I did, he was just doing it longer and longer and longer. And he finally was like, I'm going to go take a shower. I got to get ready for this game. And Kobe, when I left, was still doing it. 
And a couple of years later, I like mentioned it to him when I saw him and got a chance to talk to him. And it was like, I knew you were there and I knew you were watching. And I wanted you to know, no matter how hard you worked, I was going to work harder. No matter how hard you practiced, I was willing to practice harder. That is like, I'm just mind humping you. <laughs> like, like nonstop. That's why you get five rings. That's why I like not being like some patriot, like jock rider or anything. But, like, why I do have, like, just so much respect for, say, Tom Brady and not Cam Newton. Or, say, Kobe and not necessarily LeBron. Because Kobe will curse out his teammates, get all fiery. You'll never see him in, like, a moment of weakness. Tom Brady, you'll see the exact same thing, but you won't see it in a moment of weakness. LeBron, you'll see with his head down, almost like he wants to cry at sometimes. Not necessarily as late, but definitely yeah. early in his career. And Cam will cry every other play. Like, there's a pick, he'll cry whining. to the next series. He gets on a high, well, he'll dance in one of Superman and Dab and whatever, but he'll also, like, cry like a whipped dog at the exact same time. So what is that? That's not what a team wants to watch. That's not what a, a team wants to see. That's not how you lead a team. Yeah. But Jordan, you would have never, ever seen shed a tear on a basketball court unless it's like with a championship trophy in his hand. They were talking or, about it the other day that, uh, that these kids these days are going to see Michael Jordan as the crying man. That is the craziest thing in the world. Isn't it? LeBron and Cam are crying, man. No, I know, but... Jordan's but, like, I will assassinate but you and but kill you before I lose to you. You know, the crying yeah, man. Yeah, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. And what are those and all that? Exactly. Like, that is nothing. And that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it is pretty fucking ridiculous. It is. These people these days, man, these kids, they don't got shit figured out. They ain't got it like we had it, man. We had it made. We had Michael Jordan. We had Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. We had arguably the two greatest athletes of all time. Tiger Woods. That's a subject. Let's talk about Tiger Woods. All right. Let's talk about Tiger Woods. What you got on Tiger? Tiger Woods will be the greatest sports story possibly ever told whenever shit starts. Like, whenever anything were to actually come out. And the truth be told, and if you could have Tiger Woods' story would be almost as awesome as OJ's. And I don't mean awesome in a bad, notorious kind of way, but it's just like in a way where every, like in my mind, I'm just so curious as to like what happened there. In Tiger's house? In Tiger's world. And Tiger's, I, I kind of I have a feeling, and it's... He kind of lost his so, mojo. Speaking of Jordan, Jordan Barkley. I think Jordan Barkley totally put... Tiger built him up on a pedestal where he didn't realize the pimp that he was. Tiger's the number one golfer in the world, and the, the richest athlete that athletics have ever seen. And Tiger, when you look at the beginning of his career, is buttoned all the way to the top. 
His Nike red polo is buttoned up. Steve Urkel status all the way to the top. I mentioned earlier talking about who would be on my celebrity round table. There's only three people I'd want to like have a dinner with. Michael Vick. Michael Vick, Tiger Woods, and George W. And not in any particular order, but the three of them I would really like to talk to. Just not probably all together, but all together if we could like get blasted. Like just have a bunch of tequila and talk. You have to get high. Dude, right. the three of us could talk. Like, Tiger loosened up, like, two, three buttons down like he is. Now. I bet Tiger Woods would play around with no shirt on at this point. Like, <laughs> John Daly's status. I saw a like, video really of John Like, really lean back like I am in California, Florida. What state am I in right now? He like, no, but, like, he went from King Midas on top of the world. Yes, he did. Everything he touched was gold. And Jordan and Barkley introduced him to another world. And that other world took over his life. He had already accomplished and achieved all the things he wanted. But there was a couple things maybe he hadn't quite experienced, like being a pimp in his own mind. Yeah, he, he had had he the beautiful wife. He went that route. He was the successful athlete. He had riches. But as far as just being a horde dog, breaking off everything left and right, like he hadn't experienced that. Being high. as and big as he really was. Being King Midas. Yeah, King exactly. King Tut. Jordan Barkley showed him that side. For better, for worse, it led to what it is now, which then he feels obviously as a defeated man, like it stole his mojo. Well, Not having do- what he had, the portrait that he had painted for himself early and having all that stripped down where whatever the the Swedish Norwegian, I don't, can't, well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, his beautiful blonde Norwegianish Dutch, whatever she was. I used to know her name. Yeah, me too. Something, yeah. Uh, stripped, you know, like with that taken away, and then the kids thing, and what a huge that'll fuck ego up man's head. head. What a huge ego blow. And why? And because that, you got busted fucking a bunch of skanks. Not only that. A lot of skanks, but just a bunch of fucking skanks. I never heard anybody talk about this except for me. There's muscles that you use in fucking that you only use in fucking. And when he stopped fucking so much, his, no, he, his, his was swing mind. was fucked up. His was mind. The, the muscle that he had fucked is his mind muscle. <laughs> and that's real. The top muscle. It is because he was King Midas walking around like you would want your quarterback to be. I got the biggest fucking nuts in the room, and I'm throwing dimes every pass, every putt, every drive, every pitch. I'm doing, I am that. And then the house of cards fell. Hard. That's a sad thing, too. Because that one thing is it gave all the old racist white men in golf who were about to who were who have been nipping it trying to get him off well, that's for a years. Common 
knew it. That's the only reason he got busted on crazy shit like that is, well, that would have, he, he was dealing with a billionaire's like he's dealing with, I don't know if she was, she got with a billionaire. Her, her, she's, her parents are some rich, they're rich as all hell anyway, I think. Like, it's not like she came from nowhere. She's already rich. She's like, um, I was doing you a favor. Yeah, like, like I got you, you and your daddy hooked up. Yeah, like I was doing you, like, you know, you're not doing me a favor. Like, I'm kind of doing you a favor and whatever. But when all of that crashed, he, the portrait that he had painted for himself crashed. And he was living that portrait. But when it came tumbling down, every little bit of it came tumbling down. And so did the mojo. Yep. He and lost who he you was. ever seen a collapse like that ever Never. in character? Never. The injury thing? I, okay, let me ask this. Were the injuries injuries? It, and I don't think Tiger was big enough for like the 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 controversy things, like not controversy. I mean the uh, conspiracy theory things, where like Tiger might be on steroids. Tiger was like six foot six one and was yeah. like benching like Maybe low three hundred. He was on the cover of Men's Health, but right, not benching now. like low three hundreds. That's like basically like when I was. Like, really, like, in my early, mid-20s, that's exactly what I could do. Like, if I, like, decide to put my mind to it, that's what I would wind up doing right now. Like, that's not any kind of steroid-driven thing. That's like, okay, you got into a gym. But the one thing I will say about that is why is Phil Mickelson still playing basically almost injury-ish free? Not saying there's anything up with him, but, like... You all were one and two the whole time. Phil still in talk, and your body is completely broken down. At like, are, is Tiger? Tiger's like forty. Yeah, Phil's like upper forties. Hey, but your body's breaking down. Like you're just why is that? Like I mean, in Tiger's, my body's not gonna break down the same way. Like right, now, I'm not gonna be like my glutes aren't. Firing. <laughs> what did he say? No, my glutes. My glutes aren't activating. Like he sounds like a robot. Like this, he is, what PR is. Is. this is what PR serious. man says. My glutes aren't activating. My whatever he said. Yeah, he's like some Siri. craziness. He's a robot, Alexi. Maybe not. He would be on my. Like I said, my three. Got Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Damn. And this is all. This is all people. Period. Like, like not just all not people, just obviously all people because alive. George W. No, all people is, alive. A, is not a sports like guy. that I know of. I mean, there would be others. I mean, just I would, it down. Mine would I would be, have individual private conversations I'd want to have with each one. Mine would be absolutely individual conver- like private. Like they would really want. To, I would actually like with the three of them and different things. I would want to have like really like. Not even, I couldn't have two of the conversations I know I wouldn't want to have in, in, in the presence of the other two. Like, just randomness. I would want to talk to Bill Murray, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <gasps> That's a good one. And really good one. I used to say Jimmy Fallon. Just because he's seen, no, but he, he's seen so much cool shit just from... Being who he is, 
But can I add a little Wayne? <laughs> hey man, that wouldn't be a bad one either. Just as far as adding, you're talking about sitting, like you, you said that, and I was started thinking about like weird musical minds. Yeah, and I, and I mean to say weird musical minds, and who would add like a strange like twist to it all. Lil Wayne would definitely do that. What about what about we talking about practice? AI. Dude, that'd be a hell of a jersey to get. Dude, dude you get I have one. I got the Hoyas. <laughs> I got a Hoyas AI jersey already. Dude, I had that last summer. I, had the, I have the gray one, the throwback Nike. But no, he and Michael uh, Vick basically from the same area. So, SEC. Uh-oh. Overrated? Outside of um, Alabama, yes. Who's Who's... Who's the best conference in college football at this moment? Ah, uh, it's hard to argue against the Big okay. Ten. Who was the best conference in college football last season, mm. from top to bottom? And if you were to say ACC, not because Clemson nah, won a national I championship, I, I thought about it. But other than Florida State, and Florida State didn't have a great year. The Big Ten. I still, right. I still think that Big Ten's overrated and that media yeah, likes to hype them up greater than they are. Like, SEC, while it has – okay, take away Alabama. Yes. You, uh, you can't count Alabama in. Like, really, take away Alabama. Yes. While it has had a lackluster-ish you, – you're still talking about a game that's played as fast as anybody else's on the field – and I'll prove the and I'll prove three random games in my mind. I watched during the hurricane this year. Matthew, David, whichever was it, Matthew mm-hmm. here. Yep, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, David, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> um, that there was three games. I watched Texas A and M and Tennessee. We we're talking about two mid level ish, if even that. SEC teams. Granted, Texas A&M came into the SEC and made like a splash off the first two years. That game was like watching blood, like gladiator blood sport. You had about a dozen people carted off the field, five or six with concussion protocols. Three of them had blown off legs, torn ACLs or blown MCLs or whatever have you. Rest of them might have been cramps or whatever. That Where game was, was insane. I remember you said to that. watch. The, that, that game was one of the best football games that I had ever watched. Like that dude Kamara just that. balled out. Tennessee wound up making a comeback. I think they still might have lost in overtime, possibly like lost by field goal or lost by overtime. But they came back from like twenty-one down or something. And then the next game was Florida State-Miami. You watched that game. Great game. It was football. When was that? Uh, October, late October. October 8th. Mid-October. October 8th. 8th, early October. Um, Knights touchdown run lifts A&M past Vols in double overtime. Double overtime. There we go. Insane game to watch. And like blood sport. Like, it really was. Like, if you were to look at, like, the injury report from that next week, I mean, you're talking about they had, they were knocking oh, people shit. out left and right. This ain't you watch the, the ACC game was 
good football game. You're talking about the two eight, two of the ACC Titans going up against each other. Great football game. I'm trying to find the injuries on the, here. The next game that came on that night was Washington State-Stanford. Two Pac-10 teams. The two best Pac-10 teams, apparently, at the time. Whatever. I think Washington State shocked and beat Stanford. Stanford was the best Pac-10 team. So once they go down, who's to say who is? But that was like watching flag football. What, who was that watching flag football again? Uh, Washington State Stanford. That oh, was like Jesus. watching a flag football game. Like that's, I might that's, have been watching like a passing, like high school passing league. That's uh, Pac-12, right? Pac-12. Yeah, I. That, that's. So we're talking a, about physic. If you want to talk about of, what's the best conference, it depends on what you want. But if you're talking about Football. Football. If you're we're real talking football. about football. We're talking about football. We're talking about football. I remember there was a kid. It was one of the funniest things ever in my like on my high school team. This kid got kicked out of practice because he was complaining and bitching about something. Whatever. I don't remember. I, I know the kid's name, but that's it. And uh, he got kicked out of practice. And he's like, get, coach was like, get the hell out of here. Get, get. And he was like, man, all I want to do is play football. All I want to do is play football. <laughs> so, so okay, this is this something that was really funny that kind of happened later on. Uh, we're watching film one day, and I'm sitting on one of those, like, wooden, old school, like, wooden bench desks that they were, like, or, ch- like, desks that they'd pull in and out like of, like. school desk? Yeah, school desk. And it was, I guess, because they had some classes that would be in, like, the lobby of, like, the gym occasionally. So we're watching, like, we pull all these things together and we're yeah. watching film. And I just rip one. <laughs> and it was so loud. And the coach. Those desks were the, the best coach for that, right? kicked me out of film. And I'm just like, but coach, man, all I want to do is watch film. All I want to do is watch film. Coach, all I want to do is watch film. But all I want to do is watch film. Come on, man. Oh, no one want to watch film. No one want to watch film. Nobody talk about practice. You talk about a game. We did. I kind of want to watch film a little bit, but not of our own game. I would have liked to watch film. Like I don't. Like they would have us watch film of our own game. Like that's not. Like man, I was there. I was there. I know what happened about that. Like I saw it. Let's watch film about the next team. How about that? I saw this shit live, man. Like. Like, I know what happened that game. The revolution like, will not be televised. It will, revolution will be live, my brother. It will not be on, It will not be televised. You will not be able to stay at home, brother. You will not be able to tune in, turn on, and cop out because the revolution will not be televised. <laughs> the anthem will not be written by Francis Scott Key or sung by Johnny Cash. <laughs> Engelbert Humperdinck. Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> God, people, if you don't know what we're referencing right now, fix that. Whitey on the moon. Whitey on the moon. A rat done bit my sister nail with Whitey on the moon. I can't pay my doctor bill, but Whitey's Whitey on, on the, the moon. moon. Y'all need to listen to Gil Scott Heron, H-E-R-O-N. So. G-I-L, I think one T, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. One T. One L. One T. One L. One T. One R. H E R O N. Oh, Gil Scott here on the Revolution will not be televised, and Whitey on the Moon are where to start. And then you can go to his version of Grandma's Hands. Speaking of Whitey on the Moon, we got Kaepernick on no team. 
it's a dead story once the season starts. Unless he gets picked up, somebody's got to get hurt. Somebody else got to get hurt. Uh, uh, Cutler at Dolphins only makes sense. That's his coordinator. Uh, homeboy, maybe it's because you suck and you decimated a team with what the front front office thought was going to be. I don't know what the front office thought. <sighs> Him getting into the playoffs was a fluke and a half. Man, I bet they wish they had Alex Smith, Smith back. They could have won rings. Right. They might have had a ring. Cam would have never made it there if, if Alex Smith would have uh, not gone to uh, Kansas City. No. There's no way. No I think way. Alex Smith is a great quarterback. Will Carolina Panthers ever make another championship? Find out on next episode of. No, I'm asking <laughs> you. <laughs> nah. Will the Carolina Panthers ever make another championship? Will they? I don't think that Cam no Newton is a leader anymore. He dresses well sometimes. He dresses well sometimes. Uh, he wears the same shit my little other sister Other than the man does. romper. Dude, he wears. Bro, it's. Some of his. Cool, so he I'm looks sorry. like I saw a meme on like Facebook. That him said and Russell Cam, Westbrook are in competition. Yeah, Cam Newton dresses like a young, independent, a strong, independent woman Ooh. that don't need no man. Ooh. Will Russell Westbrook ever make a championship? I want to say yes. I believe that Russell Westbrook I like what will end he did up this year, though. Yeah, that's insane. Just average like, or triple double, and then act like it's nothing. Just I've been I've been average, I, I would have been averaging a triple double the whole time. I've had. learned how to rebound because KD never did. Ayo, pal, <laughs> right in the kisser. <laughs> you learn how to rebound because KD never did it. I get so pissed off. Uh, I get so pissed off thinking about uh, people not being loyal to their teams. And by loyal to their teams, like even yeah, Jordan you get drafted by. Even Jordan man, that's bullshit. Don't pull that. <laughs> he <laughs> did that as of didn't wasn't he an owner? He and then an he owner. decided yeah. he was. I'm like a or a GM, partial owner, or something, minority owner, or something along those lines. And then he had to give up his minority ownership to play. And then he was like, he he. Yeah, My, it was part of it might have been an ego thing to help save Kwame Brown's career because that didn't pan out too well. That I could see. Um, the the thing that all right, I like the fact that I like the fact that KD actually went. He called his shot and 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 hit it. He called his shot and made it. Like he went, but I don't like I don't like people not stay not sticking with. with they were loyal. They were they were good to you, you know. And, and okay, so you had a good fan base, and you had a good fan base. You went to Texas. Those people had followed you from the day that you became anybody, other than when you were went, went to Oakill or went were from DC. Or but when you were anybody, you went to Texas. You were known to be Midwest. You went to OKC, and you. It was because of you. You didn't be. Golden State the year before. No you shit. You choked. You were up 3-1. And, you, and didn't come through. Sure. And then you want to, and then if you can't beat them, join them. Ooh, that is super cold. And then what did your homeboy turn around and do the next year? Average it was a triple average double. a triple-double. Average a triple-double. 
He might not have wanted ring, but he's like, you know what? He, I think, I think that that will mean more Russell Westbrook in the future than a ring will. I know a ring will mean he a lot. And Oscar Robertson. That's exactly. It. And who was that before this year? Just Oscar Robertson. Just Oscar Robertson. One person ever in the history of basketball. We've had more people score over 100 points in a game than we (laughs) have with people average a triple-double. Dude, it's it's astronomically different. That is – that's like Mariana Mariana Rivera numbers. Like when you think about it, like that stuff that's like – that's like, no one will do that again like for DiMaggio, another 40 years. Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak. Like, we will never – we'll probably never see that again. No. That's probably like Mariana Rivera. That's like Cal Ripken stuff. That's like stuff that's like, nope, 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 nope. That's good luck on that one. Yeah, good luck making that stick again. But, all right, so where does – where does – I feel like that James Harden and Russell Westbrook are going to play on the same team at some point. Who? What? Uh, James Harden and Russell? No. What? What? Yes. No. Yes. Russell just signed. Harden's tied in with a bunch of money. He's there. He wants to be his. Own, he wants to be the leader of his own show. That's where that is. That's why he left to begin with. He don't be no six man. He didn't even want to start with them. Yeah. <laughs> Six man of the year. You, you crazy. I ain't going to be no six man of the year. I'm going to be number one man on this team of the yeah. year before you, like, deal with this. It's like when Granted, they asked. It was a good combo, but it was right before the era and of – it was right – I won't say before the era because you had Celtics do it right before, but it was right around that time before everyone got that concept of, like – Dream teams, star yeah. teams, and James Harden had to leave to be that star because if he didn't leave, he would always be – he wouldn't even be Batman. He would be like Catwoman. <laughs> he wouldn't even be Robin. <laughs> no, I mean he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be Robin. He would be like Catwoman. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't be Batwoman. He would, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You, you, you're not – like, he's not even playing second fiddle. He's, he's playing backseat driver. Like he's not even he's like, navigator. He, <laughs> he's in the cargo carriers trying to get across the customs. Yeah, and he doesn't want to be that. He knows he can ball just as much as they are, and he can do that on some scrub team and make a name for himself. And that's what he did. He went to Houston. That's what I believe. And then we have Houston and... That's why I sort of felt like maybe who they have now. They have Chris Paul. They have. Hold on. I don't even know who Houston has at the moment. Um, Paul George went to uh, OKC, so he's like a Kevin Durant that will rebound. He might not be able to shoot as well. Knicks and Rockets re-engage in Carmelo Anthony trade talks three days ago. That would be pointless. How, yeah, I was literally just about to say that. You have a bunch of people who don't play defense. do you expect him to – yeah. Like, that's what you have, a that's bunch like of people who – of NBA. Who, you have a bunch of people that if Melo went to Houston, you're going to have three, four people who can't pass – 
You're going to have one that can kind of pass, and you're going to have none that can play defense. That's why Sundarius, a friend of mine, talked to Sundarius Thornwell last week at an event in Myrtle Beach and asked him how he thought the season was going to go. And he said that he actually thought that Doc was going to play him a good bit, that there was a good possibility that even as a rookie on that squad that he would actually see some PT because no one can, no one, none of them can play no defense. Like, and, and Sundaris, I'm the one that he was talking about who got your jersey made. That's me. Dude, I mean, he already I'm looks a fan. like a fucking superstar. He does. He has the build. Uh, he has. I don't know why he didn't get drafted earlier. The dude, I like the white kid from Duke that got drafted before him in uh, the first round. And he saw, he, he played, he, he has some offense hustles, but like even what apparently in this conversation that a dear friend of mine God, had thank God with Sundarius this week is like the reason they blew Duke out of the water is they all played soft. And he said point blank <laughs> that he thought the that face. they were going. Yeah, he said point blank that they played man in your face, half court press defense, and that that is the leg up that he has against everyone on that Clippers squad right now is that he's the only one that knows how to play he don't defense. He give a fuck. He will get in your face. No, really. He's, he says he claimed that. South Carolina thing. I'm not saying he claimed, you know, not putting words in his mouth. I wasn't there. But it makes sense if my friend told me what he said was correct in their conversation that he's because that's one thing he can do. And that's why I didn't know that he didn't get drafted higher. But if he plays more, he gets a bunch of PT. Here's two because I think you might you might be really good in the league, man. And dude, they traded up to get him. He's got size. I mean, he's like six five, six six, six whatever, yeah. six six, and has more of a build than most of the people who are built like birds in the league. Forty four points, twenty one rebounds in fifty six minutes. Where in the developmental or not the summer league? Uh, yeah, the Alabama. What Alabama? The Thornwell had an incredible outing last week in South Carolina's four overtime loss to Alabama. No, that's old. Yeah, I know, but I'm just uh, saying that that's a yeah, stat. He SEC player of the his SEC player of the year, man. Like he wasn't like a nobody. Like he entered the league like SEC player of the year. He's from Lancaster. And the, yeah. And then came out and balled out like if he he said, and this is one thing that I don't really know that most like people know like the fact that like West found this out and asked him, and West had like a long conversation with him, man. Like it was really awesome. If anything is like, I wanted you to bring that Cinderius jersey that you had made, Dude. like just to like because, and I know how big of a fan you are, and. <laughs> said that like in one why did Carolina I'm an alum man South Carolina I'm staring at this microphone and I haven't like this is all just talk but like really right now why did you cheap out why didn't you get them a private plane PJ Gulfstream straight across the country PJ. like no why not why'd you have them take a public flight you risked the biggest basketball game of all of our lives as fans I went to Long 30 period. some. I'm being dead serious. I've been to 30. US, this is real. I've been to 30 plus Carolina football games. I've never 
gone and won. I went in a spring game that a friend of mine played in, and I'm not counting a spring game. You don't tailgate at a spring game. I've tailgated at over 30 Carolina games. I've had tickets to over 10. I didn't even bother going in. There's no need. The party's outside. There's lots of TVs. I, I know what's going on. <laughs> it's either, oh, or a cheer. And they fire off some cannon, let off some roosters, and I can watch the replays on one of the dozen TVs around me at some pimp tailgate. At Darius Rucker's. Uh, right. I'm staring at Darius or at some yeah. frat lot or like at whatever, whatever I'm chasing, whatever the case is. You know, whatever. Like, I've been to way more Carolina basketball games. Why did you all send them across country on some public flight, get the coach sick, get our star player sick? And he said that they had to have him ice down in a tub and that they had to, he didn't practice the whole, both days they were there before that game and that they had to get cleared by the doctor. And the doctor took his temperature, took his temperature, took his temperature, took his temperature, and was like, hey, I'm coming back here in like 30 minutes or an hour or whatever the hell it was, like two hours or whatever the case was. And it was like, I'm going to take it one more time. And if it's not this, like I cannot clear him. And they iced him down, and he got his temperature barely below that just to be able to play. Still had a great defensive performance. Scored like 12 points less, I think. I think he was averaging like 24, 26 and scored like 14 or 12, something like that. And so obviously didn't score anything close to what he would have scored. But, you know, did some stuff on defense. Yeah. And still played. Coach was sick. Carolina let me down, being cheap, no public flights. I would say lesson learned, but I don't think we'll get there yeah, again. Yeah, not yet. That lesson will be a while for that. <laughs> that lesson's going to be hard learned, man. You think Alabama flies their players on public flights? Um, you I think, think Saban has them? I think they, they at least are on planes. Plane. I think they got a plane. You think they are on plane? Does the football Nick team Saban have is, its own plane? Nick I know Saban, Nick has his own Nick plane. Nick Saban is the highest paid public servant in the country. Nick has his own plane. That's part of it. I know that. Uh, does the does, does the team have their own planes? Do they have like an Alabama? Do they roll in like Led Zeppelin? like Alabama football across the side of this, like, 747 or something? Well, uh... What if Alabama... No, never mind. I don't really want to say it. I was going to say, what if Alabama's football team went down like Leonard Skinner? Oh, man. You better watch your fucking mouth. Would that be, like, the hardest day ever in sports? No doubt. All right. Do you think that Colin Kaepernick could do a better job in Miami than Jay Cutler? No, he doesn't know the offense. Is there a team in the NFL in which Colin Kaepernick take all of his take all of his bullshit out of the out of the question? Is there a team in the nation that can support Colin Kaepernick's playing style as a as a starter or a backup? As matter of fact, yes. He should be the back of a Carolina. You think so? Aren't they, are they one and the same? Very well could be. The only thing is Cam has children. He has... So he, what? 
Well, he's a little. Did that just that just puts a little extra? He show off some more than Kaepernick. Yeah, does. he does. But I'm just saying about like the way with the world. He wouldn't go, and uh, he knows that he's in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's gonna stand the fuck up in, during the during the national anthem. Because and, he and knows, I hate the fact that I'm actually he knows Jerry Richardson right is would lay the smack like, down. I mean, he does know one thing about that, and he knows that Jerry Richardson has made him bukus of money and made him a poster child as long as he doesn't run his mouth too much and smiles and laughs and keeps a happy attitude that's That's what cam needs to do like really cam newton needs to do nothing but keep a happy attitude and smile and do his thing pictures and win go to the hospital and 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 don't, do your play sixty commercials. And don't wild out too much, and that, and I think during the Super Bowl, actually, I hate, I, I can't stand Scam Newton. I fucking hate Scam Newton. I'm an Alabama I can't fan. Stand him. I can't I mean, stand Scam Newton. Ever since he whooped Carolina, and speaking of Auburn, man. same year Carolina put that smackdown on, Carol, on Auburn, and or on Alabama, and then turned around yeah, and lost man. Auburn. That was when Cam Newton made his. Uh, Heisman Canacy, and then they turned around and wound up playing Auburn again. And Cam Newton put that smack down on South Carolina, and that was right after the rele- uh, revelation that, that was a good SEC his dad. Game. No, it was not. That is horrible. <laughs> shut, shut up. That was when the, the revelation came out that hey, he, he didn't take money; his dad did. He didn't know anything about it. He didn't know anything about it. We can't punish the child. And was that a Florida thing or an Auburn thing? Auburn thing. Okay. That was when Charles Barkley was like, shit, if I knew it was only going to be 50 grand, I would have paid that myself. Yeah, he did. I remember that. I'd have have wrote him a check. (laughs) I would have wrote him a check. (laughs) Get a national championship? It's so cheap. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. But then... I don't know. Then that Super Bowl, I kind of I wanted them to win, but I NFL gods wanted NFL gods wanted Peyton to win that. Was it the NFL gods or the NFL referees? <laughs> was there any questionable calls? I can't remember that one. Not other than Cam getting rocked and getting flexed by Von Miller. Yeah, a couple of times. Okay. What and did, not did, chasing after fumbles because he said he didn't want to get hurt. Either way, fuck Cam Newton. I'm on the fucking destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what we're going to talk about right now. What's going to happen in that fight? Joe Rogan did a podcast this earlier week with uh, Jamie Foxx earlier this week or last week. Um, they seem to believe that Connor is going to get in the ring and he's never Bo been in a ass. boxing ring boxing ring before. Like He's only done UFC. He's never done boxing. And he's going to see Floyd over there doing his thing, and that's going to get in his head. Joe Rogan said all this, but I trust him. He's going to go for a fucking – okay. (coughs) If Mayweather – or if Conor McGregor has any chance on this planet, it's going to be in the first – Three seconds. Four minutes. (laughs) Like, like, like really, three seconds if you want to put it that way. (laughs) But the first three to 30 seconds of every round – Yes. Where when he can be in an absolute attack mode, because that's what he's used to in UFC. What is it like three rounds of three minutes apiece or something yeah, like I, that? I'm not sure. Though. Like something yeah. along those lines, I believe. And 
absolute attack mode. That's what UFC is. Mayweather's whole entire fight strategy is I dodge you. Yeah, three minutes. I don't do anything but dodge you and then score tap here, a jab there. I get my points in and make you just look like a dumbass because there's never been such a defensive fighter ever. He's by far the greatest defensive, defensive fighter yeah. ever, ever, ever. He, he he truly floats like a butterfly. I'm not saying he stings he like a bee because he won't hit you for shit. If Connor rushes Floyd, which he's good. Is he going to light him up? Once. Is Floyd, yeah, is he going to light Can him up? Can he? Or, or, can no. he put a hit on him? Okay, this is real. No, are we talking about can Connor put a hit no, on Floyd? Or no, can Floyd, can Floyd put a hit on Connor that will do shit to him? That, that's a good. That's a good question right that, now. That's what I'm thinking. Is, like, is, is, can is can it, Mayweather Mayweather will dodge a lot of what Connor does, especially when Connor gets tired and things get lazy, off the really off the rip, and, and even if it, he might even be stunned so much because. He's never seen someone who's a brawler. He's only seen boxers. So he's used to people that are tight and this and that. If he actually sees someone who's coming to whoop his motherfucking ass, granted, what Connor's not going to be used to is not a full contact thing. But if he charges him like it is and just backs him the fuck down and not necessarily squares up with him, but attacks him every get. Not I'm squaring up with you. I'm not boxing you. Yeah. I'm heads down fucking attacking you because I know one thing. You're not knocking me out. You can't. You can't. Floyd, guess what? You can't knock me out. Dudes, you have yes. full-on knees to my face can't knock me out. You ain't knocked nobody out in your own boxing career in the last decade. You dodged everybody you fought. I'm not a Conor McGregor fan. But I'm breaking this down as I'm thinking yeah, about it right that's, now. That's you ain't knocked nobody out. How many people have you knocked out in your 50 fight, 49 fight career? Can I put them on one hand? I don't know if I can. I know one thing. If I light you up and go at you gut, chest, face status, like, and not give a fuck where I punch you because I'm not a trained boxer and I'm going for... Just to knock the wind, the heart, and the fucking smile off your face. You've got a shot. I mean, He's you really 20, do. 26 wins by a knockout. 26, really? That's when was the last one? Professional fight record summary. Knockout. His last knockout was Victor Ortiz, September 17th, 2011. Six years. So in the last six years, yeah. But in the last six years, he's only had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven fights ago, eight counting McGregor. But yeah, either way, um, they're going to be. Do you think that Connor is just going to his natural, natural instinct to to defend himself is going to kick in if Floyd backs him up? Which I, that's not Floyd's style. Do you kind of feel like Floyd's going to have to fight different than he normally does because he's fighting someone different than he normally fights? Absolutely. It's a completely different ball game. It's not even apples to oranges. It's like watermelons to Reese's pieces. There's no comparison here. The the thought that I had earlier, by the way, was why the fuck would the Seattle Seahawks not run the ball and win a Super Bowl when you have the greatest running back in football? I said that because I thought of 
Uh, did you mean the NFL blah, 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 or the NFL referees? NFL gods or the NFL referees? What, what's it called? Uh, Marshawn thinks it's racism. They didn't want him, you know, being kind of like hood to uh, be the MVP and poster child. But you, if you were to ask the front office and the coaches and whatnot and the offensive coordinator, it's blamed on what is that Brad Pitt movie? What, what is the system called when everything's based on numbers? Analytics. Analytics. That's what it all came down to was the reason why Marshawn didn't get the ball. Analytics is what Seattle claimed. I think Pete Carroll and the GM at the time claimed that whenever time that they ran whatever formation and whatever against whichever defense at this point in time within like the red zone, they were successful 80 some, 70 some, whatever percent of the time. Analytics, not necessarily flow of the game, but numbers and, and pass. I don't know, man. How do you not run? You got he, He's the best running back in football at that time. That day he was, right? Does the NFL want Marshawn as the MVP? I want Marshawn as MVP. I want Marshawn as MVP. Skittles campaign. I want the Raiders to run shit this year. Skittles, Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I love the piece out. I, I thought he's coming back. He's playing for uh, Oakland. Well, will he go with them to Las Vegas if they do well? I mean, why wouldn't he? Did you see the piece out? Okay. Did you see the piece out on, uh, I guess it was Instagram, when he had the neon green cleats hanging over the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, his like, dude, hanging up the cleats. That was the most OG retirement ever. No press conference, no letter goodbye, dear football. <laughs> oh, man, dear basketball. You want to talk about that? <laughs> no, none of that. I liked, I, I, I liked, actually... I like the deer basketball thing. That wasn't bad. Uh, but how trap is it? You just have a pair of neon cleats hanging over a power wire, retiring, piecing out from the game. How to get those cleats down? Looking at them right there. Huh? There they are. Beast mode. Beast mode. God, he was beast so mode. beast mode. Are you going to be, okay, Ricky Williams took a couple of years out of the game. Ricky, hold my blunt Williams. Oh, Ricky. <laughs> Man, like, putting that many kind of miles on your legs. Like, this is the thing that I do find amazing about LeBron, is that LeBron has been in the league for so long and is Balling like he came into the league yesterday. Even Jordan switched up his game. Even Jordan switched up his game. Kobe's legs broke down what would be the equivalent of LeBron's either next year or next. You know something else that nobody ever addresses about LeBron? Never been hurt. Has he ever been injured? He hasn't. Hold on a second. Other than flopping on the ground like... Like Shaq with a cramp. Been hurt. Like Shaq with a sprained ankle or something. But no, not not any kind of real. He had a oh, he had some facial injury where he had to wear a face mask. 
But that doesn't, I don't think that counts because he took it off after like a half. So it couldn't have been anything too bad. Hmm. He complained it kept fogging. No, he wore one one time that was all black. It was like carbon fiber. It looked insane. It looked cool. It looked so like Hannibal Lecter. Oh, and like they the made him, they, they only let him do it for like a game or two, man. It almost gave him like a, even a weirder advantage. Just, and then they made him take it off and then he couldn't it. deal with like the clear thing. Man, is he is he got Bosley? <laughs> What's up with the heroin? Man? I don't know, man. But it, I'm just asking. He came like, back like the man. Cavs in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> we just we we were scrolling here looking for um, has LeBron ever been injured? And this video comes up of him just getting slammed in the face. Basketball. I'm a LeBron fan. I would actually like. I wanted him to win this year. I don't know. Okay, man. I think I that Jordan. Too. I think that, so bad. I think that Jordan ruined it in a in a couple of ways. Like, grew up a huge, huge, huge Jordan fan. I think that Jordan ruined it in a couple of ways because he went undefeated in the finals. Not many people do that. Yeah. He did that as a superstar. You might have like Robert Ory who did that. And shout out Robert Ory yeah, out right. there with like seven rings on the low. That is insane. How many people do you think out there know that name right now? Robert Ory. Robert Ory. Good Lord. Robert <laughs> Ory. Where are you? I want to know what you're doing right now. Kick back with like a big wooden box of championship rings that you played <laughs> parts in. You weren't like... Like, cherry-picking anything, dude. Like, you were balling Big Shot Robert. Big Shot Bob. Shout out Big Shot Bob. <laughs> good Lord. Well done. Good, good, good. pull. God, nice. Lord, Big Shot Bob. That's I should get a Big Shot Bob jersey. If there I ever want a Laker jersey, I'm getting that. There you go. Badass Big Shot Bob. Shout out. Anyway, good Lord. I just thought about that. But Jordan went 6-0. and in the finals, superstar going undefeated. Woo. If you lose one, you're already tainted. How are you going to do that? I had a high school basketball coach that said that Jordan ruined basketball. This dude, this coach could shoot the lights out. And he was shooting before, like, there was a three-point line. So old school cats just believed, like, you crossed half court. You're, like, in range. You know, like, he thought the three-point line brought the game in. That it made the three-point, like, as long as you're behind that line, that's where you were. But if you were way behind that line, you're in danger red zone. No. If you can shoot, you can shoot. Only professional I've ever seen shoot, like, in person is Del Curry. I saw Dale Curry at a Virginia Tech basketball camp way back in the early 90s. I was like a young child who was going to be able to like, you know, I was at one of the campers or whatever and was able to get rebounds with him and shoot horse with him and all this. And he was shooting around the world, talking to us. That dude rang off like 30, 40 in a row. He's like, I like to shoot around the world. It was like, bang, 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 bang. I'm like, this dude is a machine. Like, oh my God. Holy a sniper. Oh my lord. He's like turn around talking to us. Boom, boom, boom. It's like, oh my God. Okay. The fact that okay. Steph can shoot like that is no his dad That's must have been just drilling in his head like 
anywhere on the court. Like, J.J. Reddick's status, like, Coach K was apparently like, if you're within half court, fire it up. Like, you stand a good chance as our big man on a layup. Fire it up. I mean, that's what I was just about to ask you, man. Like, if that had just such an impact on you and you met him once, dude, think about being Steph Curry. Can you see that in his game? Can you see that in Steph's game? He passed the ball to his dad, like, showed that thing on TNT or whatever. Like, with his a, dad's, a, like, in the suit just drilling it. I don't know if he called backboard, but it counted. But what the coach said about Jordan, which is interesting because the game's switching a little bit now toward, I guess you should say a lot. He said that Jordan ruined the game of basketball. He said that it made it where he was such a... An athletic freak, kind of like LeBron. You don't see too many people try to mimic LeBron's game because LeBron is like an an ultimate physical freak, like Dude. built like like the height and weight of Magic, but like bulked up and cut and shit, and can jump out the gym and dunk on anybody. And and, and it's not like some kid on the street can be like, oh, I can play like LeBron, which is just, I'm going to run you over and tomahawk on some center. Jordan had such a pretty smooth game that was cloaked with such unbelievable tenacity on every such facet. He would not lose to you in cards, poker, ping pong. (laughs) Like, he he wouldn't lose to you in anything. Like, it didn't matter what it was. Like, I'll race you to the stop sign. He would whoop your ass. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, I mean, it's just, it was just the way that he was engineered. And other than the fact that when he came into the league, he also happened to have like a, something like a 48-inch vertical because he was 6'6 and weighed like a buck 88. Back to, you know, thinking Cinderius might do well. Cinderius has a little bit of meat on his bones at 6'6. can play D on some people. The coach said that like he thought that Jordan ruined the game in a sense because he made all children believe that they were super athletic, 6'6", with a 48-inch vertical. And so if, instead of learning fundamentals of the game, they played like they were Jordan. And it's hmm. only now That's recently, it's only now recently gone back that you have people like Steph Curry that'll pull up from 38 feet, like it's pulling up from the foul line, and skying Sink. over somebody on a double clutch, Sink them all day. or doing the back down and a fadeaway from 15, from 15, 16, 18 feet, just pull up on them from 35. Hell with it, you know. Like get back to like shooting. That's what and I believe. LeBron, LeBron's aggressive play is fostering a game more like that, where you have to, you're not going to stop him, so you may as well just be able to outscore him. I noticed not Beating many children, and that's one interesting thing now, is that like the tide of the game has gone toward Steph Curry. Like that's like you see so many more teams firing up threes, so many more kids, so many more yeah, people, so absolutely. many more everything embracing the three pointer. To the point where, like, just a couple, few handful of years ago, the NBA moved it back outside a little bit. You know? I mean, because it was becoming more of a prevalent thing. But back to what that one dude 
I was talking to said that like he thought the three pointer brought the game inside, and it limited people's range. I'm talking about Pistol Pete earlier, if they they did they did a film analysis, Pistol Pete would have averaged fifty some points a game in college if they would have been a three pointer, because he was one of those old school dudes. It's like, hey, I'm within half court, I'm firing it up from right here, and there's nothing you can do because guess what. I will hit 35 feet out, bang. At will. At will. At will. He outscored, I mean, year to year, he averaged more points than Will Chamberlain. Man, I, I hate the fact that everybody wants to fuck up the fact that we are being able to witness the greatest era in sports of all time. It just gets better. Every year. We are watching awesomeness. Like Usain Bolt. Just pulled up World Track Championships. Cramp apparently was his last race ever. Why do you even run it? I get it. Money. I get it. I guess you don't make you don't make money off the Olympics per se. Only off of uh, endorsement deals created by. But you, I hope one thing that don't get that does not go down is that you saying Bolt gets busted on anything. Because what we, what, if anyone's a track fan has witnessed with Usain Bolt, has been something you will never, ever see again. Never. Go back how many years on, uh, you can look all this up, the 100 world uh, record holders. All of them have been busted. All of them have been busted, man. Like racehorses. All of them have been busted. Even some of the, most of the chicks have been busted. And he has gone clean he has gone absolutely clean and i'm not questioning it because he's one of those physical freaks like lebron like he's just huge like dude six six long-legged got amazing turnover once he gets going slow out of the blocks but good lord got like a stride like a gazelle and can just kill anyone in a, in a in a dash okay you're a baseball fan do you care if baseball players do steroids like, how do you uh, – should Barry Bonds be in Hall of Fame? Should Mark McGuire, Roger okay. Clemens? Okay, this is the thing. I, I feel like – and I felt a certain way about this in the beginning. And I, I was so against it, like, you know, people shouldn't have uh, – shouldn't be able to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm a Braves fan. You know that. And uh, I hate the fact that Hank Aaron's record is broken by somebody who took steroids to do it. But then I thought, Barry Barnes wasn't the only one taking steroids at this point. So were the pitchers. So, I, yeah, the whole steroids thing bothered me. But it's like I'm not a very talented person as far as sports go. But I can make a basket. I could shoot a puck into a net. I can't hit a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, much less hit it 370-plus feet. And especially when the playing field has been – the status quo has changed When once you got people – even you say Roger Clemens, he's a pitcher, Barry Bonds, batter. They're obviously, both sides of the fence, they're not the only ones doing it. Either way, this conversation was all over the board, but I like it. Um, Floyd Mayweather's probably – Angry Irishman. Well – Going to blitzkrieg the all-absolute hell out of Floyd for the first three minutes. Whatever happens after that, Floyd's got uh, Tiger loves strippers. Sundaris is going to play defense in the league. 
Alabama's going to roll on. Clemson will probably be lucky to win six, seven games this God. year. Roll Tide. Um, oh, will Dabo coach somewhere in college football other than Clemson? Alabama, of course. He's waiting on Nate Saban to retire. Are you kidding me? Ooh, all right, listen, really? we got to close. I know we're all right. We're, oh, we we got a couple of times. we got to close. But shout out we Tiki do, Barber. Tiki, shout out Tiki, uh, favorite, favorite player Tiki, of all Tiki, time, right? Tiki, dude, had your college jersey. Back in the day, I was a huge fan. Went to a bunch of pitch bowls, watched you. Love you, Tiki. Real tied. Anybody know where Danny Ford went to college? Google that, guys. In closing, Google that. (laughs) Where did Danny Ford go to college? (laughs) Just kidding. We don't know what we're going to call this bullshit, but we've got a lot of good content here that uh, we're going to let you guys listen to and see how you feel about some of this bullshit that we're talking. We'll find out if Zeke was, if I was on appeal to get some of that, some of those games back so that Dallas doesn't have another season like they're going to have in the next few years. hey versus Tony Romo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we're getting out of here, guys. It's late Enjoy your evening. Buenos noches from a lonely hotel room. Listen to that. Dwight Yoakam. Listen to that, guys. <laughs>